Hello, hello. This is Kim with Heart School, and I'm really excited to record podcasts that both parents and educators can use with children. So in this special series of podcasts, I am going to provide just a little bit of information in the first half of the podcast for the parent, the teacher, the guardian, and then the second half truly is for the student. So you can fast forward to get to the actual meditation here in the second half of the podcast. So welcome. My intention truly is to provide tools and supports as we guide our children through mindfulness, strategies to help them decompress, strategies to help them step into their best selves, their future selves. And we're going to do that within this series. I'm going to record podcasts for for certain times of the day, podcasts to help children decompress, fun little stories to help them on their way and teach them how easy it is to hit the pause button and truly think about their day, think about how they're progressing, give them the opportunity for feedback and reflection. So for you as the adult in this child or these children's lives, All you really need to do is get your child or your children settled. It could be laying on their bed. It could be sitting quietly in a chair or on the floor, but just so they are in a comfortable place. So they're not struggling to get comfortable. We want to get them comfortable first and then introduce the meditation to them. We also want to be mindful about our surroundings and how our senses are being impacted. So things like having a quiet, calm background, lighting being dim, lights turned off, soft or natural lighting. You can take your child outside, but make sure again that they're comfortable, maybe laying in the shade, that they're not too hot, not too cold. So just their environment is appropriate. And oftentimes, for those of us who do kind of get in a calm meditative state, you want to be mindful about what happens before and after the meditation. So if you're really crunched for time, you may consider waiting or trying to buy a little bit of time or shortening the meditation just a little bit if you're able to. But sometimes some of us need a little bit of transition to kind of calm down and then kind of wake ourselves back up. So the podcast itself, the meditation itself will be fairly short, but you just want to honor a few minutes before and after. If you have any questions on this process, if you'd like for me to handcraft and write a meditation just for you or your family members or children about something specific you're going through, reach out to me and I would be happy to do that. You can do so at Kim, K-I-M, at heart-school.org and we will continue the conversation there in privacy. We're going to step away now for just a moment to hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor, and we will be back with our meditation. Stay tuned.
Greetings. Welcome to Heart School. This is Kim, and today we are going to be exploring motivation. Motivation is your great desire or need to do something. So it's very important as we're at school and at home and out in our communities that we keep our motivation to be our very best at the highest level possible. Now you probably have noticed that you have some days that you're more motivated than others and that's natural. But one of the secrets to success is understanding yourself and what motivates you. So welcome, I'm really excited to have this conversation with you today. But first, let's make sure we get really comfortable, shall we? Go ahead and sink into whatever surface you're sitting or laying on. And we're gonna let everything that's happened so far today just fall away for a little bit. We're gonna set it all aside any worries that we have, any concerns about what's happened or what's going to happen later, it's just going to be put on hold for a little bit. It's like putting it up on a shelf for later. Okay, so take all of those worries off your heart, off your mind, and just set them aside. We're going to clear our thoughts and our hearts our bodies as much as possible. And your body's just getting heavy. And you're getting very comfortable. You're welcome to close your eyes. And we're going to begin by taking in three deep breaths. As we always do, we're going to breathe in through the nose and out through the mouth. And we're going to breathe in motivation and we're going to exhale unmotivation. So feelings of motivation. If I were to assign a color to motivation, I picture it green with a little bit of kind of, I don't know, pearl, kind of pearls speckled in there. Okay, and then I'm gonna exhale unmotivation, which for me in my heart, it kind of looks and feels like kind of a mucky mud, like a like a brown color. So I'm going to inhale that beautiful pearlescent green and I'm going to exhale just kind of a dirty mud um, kind of a, a vision as I'm exhaling. So just notice what colors you associate with things like motivation and unmotivation. Okay, let's begin. In through the nose, motivation. Out through the mouth, unmotivation. Through the nose, nice deep breath. Exhale. And inhale and motive, excuse me, inhale motivation. And exhale and motivation. Very good. Ooh, taking in those deep breaths feels so good, doesn't it? Okay, so motivation is that little spark. It's that desire to do something. And we're all motivated by different things. Some adults 
are motivated by their work. They love what they do so much that that's what motivates them. That keeps their desire going. Some people are motivated by their paycheck. So they go to work and they're motivated by the money that they're making. Others are motivated by friendships, music, family time, foods. So we're all motivated by different things. One thing that really motivates me is travel. I love to go to new places. And so if I keep on my calendar fun places that I'd like to go that I've never been before, or if I'm revisiting a favorite old place, that keeps me motivated. So I want you to think about yourself for just a minute. Think about things that motivate you. Maybe it's a special toy or activity game that you have. Maybe it's a sport or an activity or a hobby that you're really good at that you love. Could be a best friend or time with your family. So think about what motivates you in a positive way. Healthy, positive, joyful motivators that you can count on. Now we all have activities that we're not as fond of. Maybe there's a chore at home that is your least favorite. Maybe there's an activity that school that you struggle with a little bit or is not your favorite. It's okay because we all have activities and tasks that we like and some that we don't like. But when we have healthy motivators, they help us get through those tricky spots, don't they? And they help us shift our mindset to know in our and on our hearts that we can accomplish these things and overcome them. So if things like homework are challenging for you, but you love to listen to a little music, maybe turn on a little music during your homework time if that's okay with your parents. Or maybe you reward yourself with something motivating after you've accomplished that task. Maybe to motivate you, you want to tap into that before the task. So coming back around to homework, if that's a challenging thing for you to sit down and get motivated to do your homework, maybe listening to a little of your favorite movie music or shooting hoops or playing a fun game even beforehand might get you the motivation to accomplish a difficult task. There's different ways that this can look for different people because we're all unique and we all have different circumstances, don't we? So take just a minute to think of that one thing that motivates you that's healthy for your highest good. Let's stay away from things like negative behaviors 
or putting other people down because even though sometimes unfortunately and sadly those motivate some people that's not best for our highest good and it certainly is not best for the per- the recipient right the other person so let's keep our focus on really healthy positive motivators that are for our highest good okay so pick that one thing and today we are going to talk about motivation as it pertains to one of our mindful masters here at heart school and his name is mozart now you may have heard of mozart before If you haven't, he is a very famous composer that lived during the 1700s. It's a long time ago. Now, Mozart was considered a prodigy. He was very gifted at a very young age at both playing music and writing or composing music. And some musicians claim that he is the most gifted musician that ever lived. Now, Mozart was actually playing in front of an audience at the age of four. Can you believe it? And he was composing or writing music by the age of six. And so we could say that Mozart was a very motivated person because in his very short life of only 35 years, he wrote over 200 pieces of music. And he spent most of his life traveling and playing for audiences all around the world. People would come far and wide to hear Mozart's beautiful compositions. And if you've never heard Mozart's music, I encourage you to look him up. Many people find his music to be motivating. So not only was Mozart an amazingly motivated person, but a lot of people play his music to find motivation. Now, yes, Mozart was motivated by his work because he loved what he did. And he was born to play music and he was born to write music. But do you want to know what really motivated him on a day-to-day basis? Social engagements or special time with his friends and family and his pets. He was known to have many pets. Now he had typical pets like cats and dogs, but his favorite animal was a bird, a starling. And he was known to travel and be seen with this black starling bird, which he held so dear to his heart. And he had this bird for several years. So Mozart was an incredibly motivated person, but the secret to him staying motivated were friends, family, and his pets pretty interesting. Now, some people say that Mozart's music is so healing and so motivated, it actually can help plants grow and bananas ripen. 
There are several people who work in restaurant industries, in flower shops and gardens, who play Mozart's music to help their plants grow and their fruits ripen. So if you want to grow, I recommend you play Mozart's music and see if it resonates with you. Now, Albert Einstein, a famous scientist, said this about Mozart's work. It's so pure and beautiful that I see it as a reflection of inner beauty of the universe. So if you aren't sure what motivates you, I invite you to explore music as a healthy way to keep you motivated. We have two animals with lessons that I would like to share with you about motivation. The first is the crab. And the crab encourages us to explore, to try new things and have new experiences that push us to grow. And the spider reminds us that we have so many tools at our disposal to help us be our very best. So if you are not sure about what motivates you, I invite you to explore different tools to keep you motivated. Maybe you love to paint. Maybe you love to sing. What sport makes you happy? What song belongs on your playlist? What friend makes you laugh? What food makes you feel healthy and strong? These are all healthy motivators. And when you realize you have so many tools in your toolbox to keep you motivated, It makes those tricky tasks so much more fun and so much easier. Take one more minute to think about what motivates you. What keeps your energy nice and balanced and healthy? What keeps you wanting to move forward? And most likely you are going to find that there are lots of things that keep you motivated, just like Mozart. the mouth. 
plastic. Make sure that you have the motivation to be your best every day. All my very best to you. All my love. Bye-bye.